Hallelujah. I see you in the night time. What is your name again? Sorry, I'm just in the spirit. What? Annabelle. I see you in the night times because I see it's dark in the night times. And I see the Lord gives you sentences, words for new songs. And you say, Lord, but I'm so young. How can I write new songs? God says, my anointing is so upon you, you will write new songs for new generations to sing. And God will be glorified. God's hand is upon you. And I see he gives you all the notes and whatever you call it as musical people. And he gives you everything. And you will be astonished of how God's going to give you new things. Come on, clap for Jesus. Come on, give him praise. Hallelujah. Sit down if you can. I'm talking to you this morning on a very powerful subject that I've called great reward. God is the rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. I want you to understand that God will only reward those, according to the Bible, who are faithful. God will reward His Word. And there will come a day where we will all be standing before the great judge the great king. And I want to show you in this series that we will receive reward in heaven. I want you to listen now. And we will receive reward on earth. Yes, according to the Bible. I will only bring you the word. Not opinions. Only the word. And I feel it's important that we will start off with with the reward in heaven because that's really the most important thing. What does it help? You say you're blessed, yeah, but you're on your way to hell. Can can you just help me preach here? Some of you are so quiet, yeah. Just turn to somebody and and ask them, are you on your way to heaven? Come on, are are you on your way to heaven? Really? If you're on your way to heaven, just show us then that that heaven is in you. Did you know that there will come a day, listen to Pastor Henry, where you will be standing alone before the great God? I'm going to help you now. And then at that day, you will give account of your life of 60, 70, 80, 90 years, whatever the case might be. And then you won't be saying, Lord, but my dad, or Lord, but my mom, or Lord, but my husband. You know, people love doing that. Shifting the blame. Then you will give account of your life as a child of God. Please understand, I'm not talking now to those who won't make heaven. Because that's something else. They will appear before the the big white throne and they will only hear, I have never known you. And the Bible says they will be thrown into the lake 
of fire. And people don't want to hear these things, but that's just the word. This morning I'm speaking to people who say we are saved, we're on our way to heaven. There will come a day where we'll be standing before the great king and he will reward his people. And please understand, we have many teachers here and they know what it is to have these gala evenings and reward evenings and they make a big thing out of it. Even every child gets something. Even some of them did nothing, but they get something. Because everybody is a winner. You know, we like to say that, but it's not always like that. We need to motivate people to become winners. But we really need to reward those people who have been faithful. So in context of this word, not everyone is faithful. And then we want to say, everybody is just wonderful. Why? Because we need to be polite. Now I'm preaching. But there will be a reward not necessarily evening because the Bible says there will be no evening in heaven. <laughs> there will be no night because Jesus is the light. He's the son of righteousness. Did you know it? There will be no sun in heaven. How many of you like to lie down in the sun at the beach? You, you do? You put some cream on. In heaven there will be no sun there will be only the Son of God. Go and read your word. But there will be like a gala evening, a reward evening, or reward function. Let me read for you. 2 Corinthians 5.10 in the NIV says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. So that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body. In other words, on earth. Whether, come on, read it out loud. Good or bad. So I need to establish this. Not everybody is going to receive the same reward. Come on now. These people who have been really faithful in God's work. And then there's others that haven't been so faithful, but thank God they made heaven. What about making heaven? How many of you can agree with me now that making heaven is going to be a reward fantastic on its own? Just to, oh, you are too quiet for me. Just tell your neighbor, please make heaven. Come on, tell somebody, please just make heaven. You know, in all our meetings, this is our second one already. Afrikaans, English, we have all nations and cultures here. We, we are a lively, on fire church. You know how it works. The flock becomes like the shepherd. Really, that's how it works. And, and let me show you how on fire your pastor is. I even put some socks on for you. Red chili hot. Now some of you sit like this. Please man. Get some fire man. 
Hmm? Even the Afrikaans people, most of you, you would say, no, you know, the blacks, they know how to dance and they know how to. I tell you what, this church, the Afrikaans people, you must come and attend the, the service. We're on fire because the people, they are taught well here. Can you say amen? amen? Now, some of you, you must get some life and fire. You must get some chili. I'm going to give you some chili now. So there will come a day where you will not be able, listen to Pastor Henry, to blame your parents or anyone else, but you will give an account before the living judge. And I've learned this since I was young because I was serving God, Pastor Herman, with a passion since I was a young boy. And I've never blamed my parents for anything. Although they made also mistakes like we all do. Why do I say this? Please start to forgive and do it quickly. Otherwise you're going to suffer in this life. If you always blame people, you're going to suffer with bitterness and offense and you'll become sick. You want God to forgive you. Forgive others quickly. In context of this verse, we'll be standing before the great king. Imagine that day for us who are serving the Lord with a passion. I'm looking forward. Whoa, what a day it's going to be to see my Jesus. Now some of you, you react. But then there will be a reward function. For who? For those who've been faithful. I want to I teach you something that's really profound. I already got some great compliments this morning because people said, we never heard about this. The Bible in the New Testament speaks of five crowns that the believer will receive. How many? Five is the number of grace. Five crowns. Please, please understand that a crown speaks of authority. The king wears a crown. But he's going to give us crowns as well. And in this context, a crown speaks of reward. I'm so sorry I didn't bring a crown. According to the word of God, we will receive crowns. Because of what we've done. Please understand, this is really important for you to write this down. Good works cannot get you into heaven. Please help me say, this is what Pastor Henry is saying. For those of you who comment, good works cannot save you. You get people, they say stuff like, no, he's a good Christian. Good works can't save you. But good works, listen to this, will bring reward to you. Only the blood of Jesus can save you. Can you say amen? But good works will give you rewards. So we love to reward our children. I love doing that. I mean, my boy is turning 24. I love to bless my wife and kids. That is a heart of a daddy. I love to give. You know, people who know me, you can ask me, I love to buy them stuff. Because God is a giving God. I'm telling you, He loves to give. The Bible says, He loves a cheerful giver. Now, 
think about the rewards now. He loves to reward. He loves to reward those who are faithful and obedient. Now let's look at the five crowns quickly. You must write it down. This is really interesting. The first one is the crown of life. Revelation 2.10. You can take pictures as well. Write this down. Go and listen to this again. He says, do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Where? Yeah, on earth. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested. And you will have tribulation ten days. Be faithful until where? Hello, help me. Until? What do you think is the problem these days with people? They just quit easy. We even see it in the ministry. People just quit. What, what, are you th- what do you think is going to happen with you if you're just a quitter? People who are successful never quit. We all go through difficult circumstances in our lives, but winners never quit. I know what I'm talking about. And then other people, they just quit because it's difficult and blah, blah, blah. You just quit. No, Jesus never quits. So rewards are for those, listen to me, who never quit. (laughs) It says, be faithful unto death and I will give you what? The crown of life. This is very powerful. And I want to bless you with this teaching. For those of you who are faithful even in difficult times, There will come a day in heaven where the Lord will crown you with a crown of life. Even James says, James 1, 12 says, for those of us who can stand the test, who can resist the temptation, because you see it's easy to talk about stuff until your test comes. It's easy to talk about things when laws that people really criticize you. You see, some of you don't know what it is. But we don't quit. Because what we do, we do it as for Him. And He says in James as well, for those who can stand the test and the temptations, for those who can overcome it, they will receive the crown of life. So the second crown is the crown of rejoicing. First Thessalonians, write this down, 2 verse 19, says, For what is our hope or joy, listen to this, or crown of rejoicing? Is it not even you in the presence of, of our Lord Jesus Christ, when? At His coming. In other words, there will come a day in heaven where we will receive crowns. This is beautiful stuff. Say with me, the crown of life, the crown of rejoicing. Okay, so the crown of rejoicing is for who? It's for those who won the lost, who won souls. And 
Winning the lost is for everybody. It's not only the pastor. No, we equip you to win the lost because some of you, you're in other jobs, but you must win the lost wherever you are. So there will come a day where we will receive rewards. Those who are faithful. Those who say, Lord, I've given my life for you. Please understand, he gave his life for us. Now, while we are here, I want you to get this. We give our lives to him. Come on. Not only to get to heaven, but we give our lives in service. Our time. So there's a crown of rejoicing for those who won the loss. And I want to ask you this morning, are you winning the lost? When last did you win a soul for Jesus? I can put your name now in here. When last? When last did you win somebody for Jesus? Huh? And we say this over and over and over again. But you are equipped here to win the lost. To bring people to church with you. And I want to show you now out of the word, there will be a day of rewarding where we will receive, Teresa, a crown of life because we've been faithful even in difficult times, people coming to church, people who are givers even in difficult situations. Because most people quit, and I've explained it well, when it's going tough. That's where the separation comes in to those who are successful and those who are not. Those who, who serve the Lord faithfully. And then those who, who win the lost. You say you're a teacher, you've got to win the lost at school. You say you're a doctor, you've got to win those patients for Jesus at the hospital. See? You say you're a mechanic, you've got to win the lost there under the car. Doesn't matter what you do. Come on, say amen. You need to understand how it works. This is an apostolic church. Not everybody can be the apostle. The apostle equips the saints, equips the army. Doesn't matter what your profession is. I need to motivate you again. You need to start winning the lost. And don't just say amen, but you don't do it. Come on, say preach pastor. Go, go, go. Don't just say amen to me to sound good and you don't do it. Where's all your people, your neighbors? You should bring them here. Why? Because time is running out. The third crown, this is very interesting to me. The crown of glory. First Peter 5, 4 says, and when the chief shepherd appears... Please understand that Jesus is the chief shepherd. He loves the church. So please never ever talk against the church. He doesn't like it. And if you know me well, you will also know I don't like it when you talk against the church. Because I have a passion for the church. Now the Bible says when he, the chief shepherd appears, you will receive what? 
Come on, it's in your Bible. Read it. The crown of glory that does not fade away. So the crown of glory is for who? For all the shepherds and spiritual leaders who really blessed and helped in God's work. For those who have taken care of God's flock. Now I just want to explain this. Not everybody can be a full-time pastor or a worker or personnel here at church, but every single member, come on, at Word and Spirit, can help in the flock of God. Come on, you can do something. So this morning I said thank you to everybody, those who in the, in the musical teams and worship teams and people standing at the doors and the security and the sound and the multimedia and the Facebook and, and those people who are helping, taking up offerings and whatever you do, there's people every single Sunday, two beautiful girls bringing her pastor tea. And my Bible says, if you bring even just a child of God, listen now, here's a word, just a cup of water, listen, you will not miss out on your reward. It is even part of my notes. The Holy Spirit just reminded me. He used the word reward. And I'm talking about the reward. And think about bringing me a nice cup of tea. There will come a day where the Lord will say, Lindy, you blessed your apostle every week. Nitschke. With tea, and you did it with so much love. Here's a reward for you. There will come a day in heaven where the Lord will say, Heta, you've been so faithful at word and spirit, greeting people, calling people, helping people, smiling and doing whatever you do. Yvonne, you've been so faithful. Pastor Herman, you've been so faithful. Teresa, you've been so faithful. And so I can mention name after name after name after name. All our volunteers, all our helpers, God says, you will never lose your reward. I will reward you for what you've done. And the Bible calls it a crown of glory. And some of you still sit. And I'm preaching my heart out. You should shout and jump and do something. Did you know that the Lord Jesus mentioned the word reward a couple of times? I don't give it this morning to you. I will continue next week. Did you know that he mentioned that word a couple of times? Even the way you deal with your enemies. He says you will be rewarded. By your Father in heaven. How many of you feel sometimes that you can do something to your enemy? Come on, be honest now. Some of you, you look holy now, but you, you know what I'm talking about. It's like the one couple, they were married for 60 years, like Pastor Herman. I always salute them. We're going now 27. And the one couple said, you know what? Because I always ask them, how are you doing that? I like to hear from people. And like the one couple says, you know what, Pastor? We never, never, ever spoke about divorce. But yeah, we thought about murdering one another, but we didn't. <laughs> that was just a joke. The 
There's a God in heaven who loves to do what? Reward. He will only reward those who are faithful. You get people that are faithful in church every Sunday. There's so many volunteers here. People driving the bus. People, the security at the gates. People helping cleaning. There's so many here. I want to tell you as your pastor, great is your reward. Come on, clap for Jesus. Give him praise. Come on, give him praise. So I just feel led by the Holy Spirit to say this. I said it in the first meeting as well. This, this word will also motivate people to, to start doing something. To get involved, come on, in the work of God. To care about the flock. You can't be a pastor. Don't try to play a pastor. But you can be a spiritual worker as well. You can come to church and say, hey, give me something to do. You can come and help clean if you want to. But there's not many that do that. Mm, now I'm preaching. But many of you, you receive every week food from the church. Why do I say that? The church is always just giving, 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 giving. What are you doing for Jesus? Come on, let me speak. I'm anointed to speak. Yes, I'm trying my best. What are you doing for Jesus? What are you doing at Word and Spirit? Come on, I'm talking to you now. Or do you just want to receive? They must just give, 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 give. I can hear the Lord is speaking in this place. The fourth crown is the crown of righteousness. 2 Timothy 4, 8 says, Finally, there's laid up for me, this is the Apostle Paul, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, check this out, will give to me on that day, in other words, in heaven, when we'll be standing before him, 2 Corinthians 5, 10. And not to me only, you know, it's like me saying now as a pastor, you know what, I'm working for God and I'm giving my best. And in this church, almost 22 years, the Lord knows, you know. But now I want to say, not for me only, but for everyone who has been faithful here. You see, because not everybody is called as a speaker, Pastor Herman. So they will not be standing before God as a pastor. Are you with me? You'll be standing before God for who He has called you to be on earth. Oh, Henry, that was a great point. You cannot stand before God as Henry Wilson. You'll be standing before God as Teresa. Or as Abby. Hello. Or as Mari, Mary. Or as Sipu, or whatever your name is. And then God will ask you, what did you do with the talents that I gave you? What did you do in this beautiful church and ministry while I've given you an opportunity? You see, we've got to change the mentality now of people. The Lord spoke to me and said, I make you a mind changer with the teaching anointing on you. You cannot just come and receive. You must receive, but then you must give out. 
And I just feel that even this second service must run over, but you must start doing something for Jesus. Go back to your village and go back to where you live and where you stay and even here in Pretoria North and make a plan and bring people, do something for Jesus. And don't think it's only us as pastors that must do something. Are you with me? Now it becomes quiet. Uh, you, you can hear when people are listening very well. So this crown of righteousness, he says, is for those who've loved his appearing. In other words, you talk about the fact that Jesus is coming back again. How many of you believe that Jesus is coming back? Come on. How many of you believe that God will come for those who love His appearance? How many of you believe in heaven? Because we are living in a time where people don't even believe in heaven. Many people don't even believe in the second coming of Christ. How dumb can you be and still breathe? It's like the new age. No, when you have a good Monday, you think heaven is in your head. Are you crazy? Mm? Are you smoking weed? Mm? Dacha? I've never, by the grace of God, smoked those things, but I know when I smell it. Interesting enough, I really know when I smell it. Marijuana. I mean, that stinks, eh? like some people's opinions. It stinks. Heaven is a real place. And the second coming of Christ is, is a reality. Can you say amen? Jesus is coming back. So there's, there's a crown of righteousness. And then the last one, this is beautiful. An incorruptible crown. Yeah, I love this word. You cannot corrupt this. An incorruptible 1 Corinthians 9.25 And every man that striveth for the mastery, this is the King James Version, is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. In other words, it was like a flower or a leaf crown. But we an incorruptible crown. There will come a day where we will receive an incorruptible crown. Are you happy about that? Think about that, that the Lord Jesus will hand you a crown. I think we will all say, Lord, no, you must get the crown. And that's why I end with this. Revelation 14. I want to give you the picture what's going to happen in heaven. The 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. And they lay their crowns before the throne and say, Hello. Hello, church. I'm giving you a picture of what is coming in heaven. We will lay down our crowns at His feet, the King of glory. The Bible says, 
And then they will say, you are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they will create it and have their being. I don't have a, a crown now this morning, but I'm telling you, when you receive your crown in heaven, you know, sometimes I look at certain black ladies, they carry stuff, food on their heads, pots. I mean, you talk about heavy stuff and it's way piled up and they walk as if nothing happens and i thought how is it possible and i and i realized that's a great talent from god but there will come a day where you will put your crown look at this that he has given to you to reward you at his feet And I want to do this, if you can stand with me for a moment and just say, Lord, here's my crown, here's my rewards, here's my compliments. Everything that people said, words, come on, do it with me. Just lay it now at His feet. Do it now. Lay it at His feet. Oh, this is beautiful. Say, Lord Jesus, I lay it down at Your feet. Come on, all your talents. Some of you young guys, you are so clever. Please, please. <coughs> Never boast in yourself. Please, God doesn't like it. The Bible says if we want to boast, we must boast in Him. And so, Father, we thank you for this great teaching this morning. We thank you that you are a rewarder. And we thank you for that day where we will receive crowns and then we will just give it back to you, Lord Jesus. I bless every person here. And my prayer is that this word will also motivate them to start doing something for Jesus before it's too late. That people will win the lost and that people will care about the flock and that the people will care about the church. For we've seen that you will reward all these things. And then I pray specifically that, that you will help us to stay faithful even in challenging times, even in difficult times, that we will stay close to you. Whew. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Come on, clap for Jesus. Give him now glory. Give him praise.